So last time we were together, we had the tchos uh, to um, really explain and be able to articulate the importance of gentle words and where the neshama, the, the, the type of language that the neshama reacts to. And we described that the gentleness and the growth that comes from, from gentleness, which again is the language of the soul, harshness is the language of the guf has to be something that the varim hayyitzim and alev nechrasim alalev, something that leaves the heart, goes uh, goes into the heart, and therefore the, the gentleness, which is exposure of neshama, really has to be from both ends of the spectrum. It has to be from the one speaking, as well as the one listening. So, the the next parak describes where do we get gentle words from. First of all, how we define gentle words. And also, where does that flow from? Where does it flow from? Where's, uh, how, do we, uh, how, how do we create it? And what we're going to explain is that gentle speech flows from inner clarity. When a person has absolute clarity about something, there's zero need for, uh, th- there's no need for harshness. It just, it flows. For example, one of the examples Bavavi gives is that if you have two people walking down the street, we'll call them Ruvain and Shimon, and Reuven says uh, to Shimon, you know, oh, there's a thousand dollars laying there. He doesn't need to tell Shimon there's a thousand dollars laying there in a harsh tone because Shimon naturally is interested in having that uh, information. He can go pick it up and be a thousand dollars richer. So it's completely unnecessary to use harsh language, which is a proof that if you just speak gently, if if gentleness is there and there's no there's no uh, confusion, so gentle speech is is a sign. It's symbolic of an inner clarity. I I know you want it. Reuben will say to Shimon, I mean, you want that mitzia, that finding that's laying there on the road. So I'm just letting you know there's a thousand dollars there. That's it. I'm just letting you know. There's no. A, that's where gentleness comes from. There, there's clarity into into. Uh, what I'm doing. So here we're going to start defining what uh, what real feeling is and and uh, and real clarity and how that comes to reveal the neshama, how it comes to uh, to uncover the soul. So let's begin in the middle of uh, of parak vav, middle of the sixth parak. Nesaki mesadvarim. We're going to give a little summary of what we've uh, what we've established. We've explained. That there are two points about the the very nature of the neshama, the very nature of the soul. Ha'achas, first of all, the soul and the soul alone, not the body, senses hakadosh baruch hu. opposite this, the intellect knows there's a rabbi shleilam, but doesn't feel. The intellect knows it, but doesn't feel it in reality. So the soul feels it in reality. So the second point about the nature of the neshama is, The soul only knows how to relate to a clear world. The soul functions when there's clarity. And the soul functions... In a way where it knows Hashem. Memela. Therefore, 
If you want a revel, if you want our neshamas to be revealed and to be awakened and to be alive, we need to fulfill the following two conditions. Rashis, condition number one. A person has to clarify to to myself how far to what extent I need to know for myself. When when I'm talking about clarity of Akadish Baruch Hu, how far it goes in my head. To what extent possible do I know what I'm that my understanding is MS? Lamashu, for example, right? We're going to be calling, we're coming up to Rosh Hashanah. We're going to be saying numerous times that Kaddish Baruch Hu, you're a Vinu Malkeinu, you're a father. Rabbi is compared to, is, 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 it's a mushal, it's a parable to a father. Okay? So Hashem's our father. Now, what does it mean a father? The same way you know your parent. At least I have to know that when I think about my parents, I'm thinking about something that is true and right in my face. If they're not here, the fact is true. It's just a reality. So too, I know this about Hashem. I know this about Hashem. There, there's no way I'm here if God's not my father. The same way there's no way I'm here if I didn't have parents. There's no way I'm here if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not my Abba. Certainly no less than a physical father. Hey, Namru Chazal. Chazal teaches, Gomorrah, Nida, Daflamid, Aleph, Amid, Aleph, 31a. It's three partners in the makeup of every human being. God, the mother and the father. The father and the mother give the physical body of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because Baruch Hu breathes into us the soul of life. So what happens? The body recognizes its physical parents, the physical, the external. Notices the physical. The same way the body recognizes there's got to be a mother and father, otherwise there's no way I'm physically here. The neshama recognizes that there's no way I'm here without a spiritual father, without a spiritual parent. So the Neshama already knows this. Neshama recognizes this. Elamai. So what's happening? Neshama behelam. Neshama is hidden. It's hidden. It's got the goof around it. Right? It's got the body around. So k'day la'er l'galiz ha-neshama. In order to reveal the Neshama. Tzaruch adun l'nasay shuliskayi v'lakarash ha'av ha-ruchni. U'bidiyuk ha-ma'ya I have to know that ha'av ha-ruchni. The father, the source. Which is who is spiritual, who gave me neshama, is at least, at minimum, as clear to me as my physical father. If we don't have this clarity, so the, 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 the whole understanding of gentleness is going to be much harsher to come by. Again, the goof, I know, there's no way I'm here without a physical parents. There's no way. I need two parents to bring me here physically. I don't know, need to both be alive when I'm born. It takes two to create a person. To uncover the neshama, we have to internalize the awareness because the Baruch Hu is as true as anything physical. 
is that is true. There's the, the, you know, the same way a person uh, you know, doesn't want any sort of issues in their yichas, in their lineage about, about uh, who our parents are. Yeah? We shouldn't have any, any uh, doubt in our lineage over who our father is, over who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. And the same way, you could take a DNA test, so to speak, right? Take a DNA test. Who's my mother? Who's my father? So too, we need a DNA test. We, we have to know with clarity, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our neshama. And without this element of clarity, the neshama cannot, cannot be awakened. But Devarim Halalu Birarnu Im Elu Nekudais Namshechu Nenas Leganes HaNeshama. So we have to bring out with, with a few simple points uh, th- that are known to, to reveal the neshama. Nishtam Eishrak Bedvarim Shem Shutim B'Yaisar. And it's really a simple matter some things that we know, things that we know already. It says, "Viadata hayoyim." You'll know today. You'll know it. You'll know it. The same way you know your parents. You know Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shrei lechol apachas achilik hashitchi shabahem yadu alakol echad veechad. Yeah. The the when, when people know the basic things, at least uh, superficially, you can see something on the outside. You don't elishalev adayin leichoshesam. You can know things that the heart doesn't really feel it yet. Umikaycham nenasla ires ha'beshvayis alvechas as galu neshama eitzel kol yachid biyachid. Yeah, so we could try to reach the level of bringing it, uh, bring it into the heart. Kol nekuda shenachos ba eizer nekuda aimek. If the if a person wants to take a concept a little deeper, avor mitzvahs talmatayra he amnam chashuva. Yeah, though it's. Uh, the way to do it is through uh, performance of mitzvahs. Yeah, that it's it works two ways, says Bovavi. It's such a beautiful concept, such a deep concept, and that is yes, there's Torah, there's mitzvahs to bring around to to bring about uh, amuna and and allowing things to go in deep, but. There are certain things, even in a physical sense, that can awaken an amuna pshuta. It can awaken a simple amuna, and once that amuna is awakened, it goes the other way back to my Torah mitzvahs. So even though my Torah mitzvahs does allow me to tap in to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because that's his ratzon, that's his will, my Torah mitzvahs will change, and it will be more effective when I'm able to do simple things, knowing things that that uh, uh, in, in Amuna, now I know I have absolute clarity of Akadus Baruch Hu, my, my whole Torah is going to be different. My whole difference will be uh, my, my whole uh, uh, physical existence. My, all my mitzvahs are going to be different. Ledugma, for example, let's give an example. Choshatam, taste, the feeling of taste. It's a, it's, a, it's a very high level feeling. It's very interesting. You can't really articulate a taste. But it's an incredible feeling. It's a very high level of feeling. If you have a specific food that somebody in Mamish enjoys eating, you can eat it many, many times. And maybe it's like a comfort food. You don't even want them to add anything to it. I like it the way my mother made it. I like it the way that it's, it's been for a very long time. You know, sometimes you'll have restaurants. They, they serve something good. And then after uh, 
10 years to get a new CEO who wants to change the recipe. And everybody wants the old recipe again. Yeah, I don't need something new. You don't get tired of it. I enjoy it. It's, it's my comfort food. So let's say you have Shabbos food. You enjoy certain things with your fish every Shabbos. So every Shabbos afterwards, you'll enjoy your fish. You don't need anybody to change it. Same thing holds true when it comes to to music. And this music, Mamish touches my neshama. I feel, I, I Mamish feel this song. You want to listen to it over and over. And, and just the opposite. The more you listen to it, the more it goes in. And the more you get a, a hergish, the more you get a feeling. I feel a sorry problem. It could happen tens of times. It's the same cassette. And nobody's adding any new instruments to your song. But since my nefesh, my, my spirit is connected to the matter. He I have a say some. It you know I love it. I don't I don't get tired of it. So we see then shagam begashmius even in physical things meskala nakud apshuta. It's even in, in in physical matters. If somebody enjoys something in its basic simple way, she you, you, you could you you just connect with it. Anything you find flavor in and you appreciate you enjoy. Who writes I some it doesn't become disgusting to you. You don't get tired of it. So we find this concept. We find uh, the concept of, a, of let's say a sense of awakening of taste when it comes to physical matters. We'll call this the matters of physical mom and dad. So now let's bring this conversation back to us. Okay? So how do we uh, now connect this to Avaidah Sashem? How do I connect it to Akadish Baruch? Yeah. If a person want, in order for a person to want to do something many times, it has to be fulfilled in them the, the verse of Tamu Uru'u, taste and see Kitai Vashem, that Akadish Baruch is good. Kishu Margish Tamai. When you sense a taste, uru'u, when you see ki Hashem toiv, ozlo yigra inyan zemi kol ma'ichel acher asher misanik bayalach lasa pam acher pam. It's no different than a food that you love to eat time after time. It's no less enjoyable. It's no less enjoyable. My my ruchnius when I see when I taste godliness when I taste ruchnius when I see akadosh baruch hu. There's no less joy in it. Shairish anakuduhu, the Shairish, the root of the matter is, Shakol's manshin is marshal the ena begaloi. You see, here's the deal. Why is it that my neshama is not running? Again, why are we trying to do all this? Because we're trying to sense, get a sense for how we get our neshama to be awakened where it tastes it so much that it's just so natural to be gentle. Again, the, the example we gave of the money on the street. Ruvain naturally and gently said to Shimon, by the way, there, there's money. He knows he wants it. There's no need for stress. Just, you just say it. There's no, so how do we create this phenomenon in Avaidah Sashem? So there has to be tamuru'u. There has to be enjoyment. There has to be, there has to be taste. But the root of the issue is, the root of the issue is that the neshama is not exposed 
to even taste HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is where we're covered up. This is fascinating, going into Rosh Hashanah. Where we have these, these things separating me from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Right? If something's there, and I'm so, I really want it, and it's, I'm connected to it, and it's, it's mamish my source. The same way, it's no less than my physical source. The same way I enjoy physical things, I should enjoy these spiritual things. So, but the problem is I'm not revealed. And sometimes I do feel everybody. I do feel it. I do taste HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But it's it's not common. Memela, therefore, kosholai. It's natural that it's going to be hard. Lish tamish benekudes apshutes pam achar pam. It's going to be hard. It's going to be it's going to be difficult to keep repeating things time after time. Right? We we make a mitzvah. We make a bracha. Okay, the tenth time I make the bracha, it's not as exciting. But says Bovavi that, that that's because I I've lost my taste. There's something covered over. My neshama in a sense is covered over. When I'm lighting candles, I'm not feeling the same way. Because it's covered over. The question is, how do we make ourselves privileged to have this taste in our service of Hashem? Where the same way we mamish are like a magnet connected to things that we enjoy physically, we should connect like a magnet to things that my neshama, my essence, Enjoy spiritually. So in order to do it, the neshama has to be awakened to its truth. Okay. So we're, what we've learned is as follows. Get ready for this. What are we going to practically do? In order to awaken the neshama so that it can taste and see and connect and want, we have to use Two kaiches, two powers. Aleph, number one. Kayach hamuchshiyais. Lachoshes advarim betzura bura. We have to use kayach hamuchshiyais, which is the kayach of perception. I have to be able to use, uh, call it imagination, it's more perception, it's understanding. I have to be able to use this kayach as powerful as anything that's physical. It's incredible how HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave children the ability. We come into the world, their imaginations are so real to them. Why does Yubar Hashem put this into Teba, put this into creation? Because this is something that's necessary to perceive Him. So in order to awaken the Neshama, I have to know with absolute truth. I have to be able to perceive the truth of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the same way I perceive material things. I have to perceive HaKadosh Baruch Hu is my father, not abstract. I know I wouldn't be here without a mother. I know I wouldn't be here without a father. I know I wouldn't be here without HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Impossible. That's one kayach. The other kayach, Hadvarim Srichim Niyaz Brur, is what we call clarity. Like we said before. If it doesn't seem real, it's because there's a lack of clarity. And then the neshama cannot be awakened. The neshama needs two things. The ability to see that which is not right in front of me. 
as absolutely there. And clarity. It needs to be real. If it's real and it's there, the neshama sees the same way the body sees money on the street. Let's try to use, you know, a few uh, simple ideas and to uh, clarify in various details. Yeah. What are we doing over here? Like we explained, if somebody knows something but doesn't have absolute clarity, yeah, somebody knows something, it's understood, but there's no absolute clarity. So the Nisham is not going to be awakened, the dogma, for example. Okay. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Nikro Avinu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is called our father. Call Yehudi Shabbatari Mitzvah. Every Jew who protects Tyra Mitzvah. Yehudiya knows, umakir, and recognizes. Tayar Zesh Baruch We're all familiar with this description of Hashem being called a father. Okay. Avalam Natsar Adam. If we were to stop a person, Menif Shalai say and ask them. Another completely Shemer Terimitz's person. Avicha Hagashmi Atayadea Lamahu Nikra Avicha. Yeah, do you know that your physical father, your biological father is called your father? Because it's his Kayach, his physical body that helped you be born. Why is Hashem called your father? Yeah? He's not like your biological father. So what is it about our relationship with Hashem that makes him our father? What is it? Ask an average person. Why, why is Hashem referenced as our father? Some will answer. It's an allegory. It's like our father. Vizu tois. It's a tremendous mistake. It's the opposite. Our physical father is a mushal for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who's our true source. The only true definition of father is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Our physical fathers are a parable, are the allegory. Okay, so you ask somebody else. No, why is Hashem called your father? You know I call the father like a parent has mercy on a child. Oh, so Hashem has mercy. Hashem has compassion. It's a nice answer. Yet the problem is, compassion is an outgrowth of parenthood. It's an out... He's a father because that's the reality. Now that he's really your father, I'm talking about a biological father here, so then he'll have compassion. If we say that Hashem is a father only because he's compassionate, we're now losing out on the full understanding of a father. It's not true. Hashem's not only our father because he's compassionate. You're limiting what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. 
Harilanus, what you see from over here is says Bovavi. I feel simple things that we use, simple facts. We use these words as expressions for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Avinu Wata, your father. The understanding of the words is The goal is that there should be clarity. So if I don't invest time and effort in understanding this concept, I don't fully have clarity in the concept. And guess what? There's a lack of gentleness. And therefore, we'll wrap up with this. It is on us to think about. What Taka does it mean? What's the true meaning of a Kaddish Baruch Hu being our father? What, what, what Taka does it mean? Like we see, we can't even begin to work on awakening the Neshama with the simple word, what it means in Amuna, Hashem's my father. It's tough. It's tough. Bottom line. Bottom line. We got to work on this. We have to make things clear. When there's clarity, when there's clarity in our lives of who am I, what's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what is the relationship I have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the greater clarity I have the more the neshama is exposed and any sort of speech that's expressed comes out with absolute clarity, gentleness, and this becomes a cycle of neshama. The neshama is awakened, the neshama is listening, it hears its language, there's clarity, with clarity, with absolute knowledge, like the money on the street, Reuven just has to tell Shimon, hey, Shimon, there's money on the street. I have absolute clarity about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You don't, need to, you don't need to say anything else to the neshama, another person, my own neshama. Nothing else needs to be said. It's just the metzias. It's just the truth. And as Hashem, as we continue on, we'll get, right now we were dealing with the fundamentals of Avaida, and as we continue on to the next parak. Bavabi is going to give us some uh, practical approaches on how to put this knowledge and this struggle to fully grasp fully grasp the clarity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what we're calling Amun Abshuta, to fully grasp the clarity, how to put it into action in our, in our daily lives, both in how to learn it as well as how to utilize it, how to put it into, uh, how to put it into practice. Okay, we'll hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful, beautiful Shabbos and Yom Tov, everybody. Bez Hashem. We will pick up from here next week, hopefully from Yerushalayim. Have a wonderful evening.